retro anime. How did we fight it? How does it hold up? Unpacking the ins and outs of being an old school nerd, and proving that 80s kids can't remember a damn thing right. These are the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd. Welcome to Mindless Midlife Musings of the Anime Nerd. I'm Rick, and I'm joined by the rest of our panel, Brian, Lynette, and Vic. How's everyone doing today? Hello. <laughs> if you say so. Today we take a trip back to 1986 and relive one of the earliest traumas of our childhood as we talk Transformers the movie. <laughs> hey, I was fairly traumatized. So... <laughs> Oh my gosh. We need oh, yep. to fire it off right there. That's that, how you went somewhere. We well. all had to be on the couch, I guess. <laughs> Transformers, the movie's a 1986 animated science fiction action film based on the Transformers television series. It was released in North America in August of 1986. Now, the movie didn't get a theatrical run in Japan, uh, but it was eventually released in Japan on home video Laserdisc in like 87 or 89. Information's a little spotty on that one for me. But Richard, yeah, are you are you saying that Transformers is anime? Hang on, that's where we're opening today. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you making this assertion? <laughs> no, no, this is open for debate. Here we go. Yes. Now, this was co-produced and directed by Nelson Shin, who also did the television series. And that's our opening question. Is it anime? Is this, is this anime? Hey, because Toei Animation animated the movie. Okay. Toei Animation? Toei you Animation. don't say. I don't say. Uh, but this is for written by Americans, an American company, uh, for a uh -huh. storyline created by the American company. Based uh -huh. on a line of toys that they purchased the rights for from Japan. Japanese company. It's, oh God, it's such a gray area. <laughs> so, so the question huh. as to whether or not we should even be covering this is really open at this point. Is hey, hey. Transformers the movie anime? The age old question. And we're going to piss somebody off on either side of the aisle on this one. Oh yeah. Someone's going to walk away pissed and they're mm -hmm. going to yell at Brian. It's going to be all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so, we lost you. We lost you a minute. Can you hear me? Nah, we got you. Is that better? Yep. There you go. Okay. I'm. I'm actually. I'm here for this. For this fight. I'm here for it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, let's let's break this down a little bit. Uh, Sunbow and Marvel of all places are responsible for the animated series. And Hasbro, uh, notoriously, especially if you watch the Netflix show, it went to Japan, bought a whole bunch of Diaclone robots, brought them back and said, hey, we need a cartoon to sell this shit. And they invented one. Aimed the characters, created the whole story. <laughs> this is a series that was created in America <laughs> by an American studio. But, but animated by a Japanese company. But animated by a Japanese team based on a series of Japanese toys. 
So the question remains, is this anime? This movie didn't even get released in theaters in Japan. Is this anime? Huh, I'm still... I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Okay. Alrighty. The way I'm seeing it is... My fact, Transformers and G.I. Joe. Okay. I would go so far as say both of these are anime or anime. Okay. The same way we can buy uh, Toyota huh. <laughs> over here. Yeah. And, and, and call it Lexus. That is my definition of this. Or Infinity and Nissan. Okay. That would be mine. But it's still a Japanese car. The frame of this Japanese, even though it may be made here, <laughs> I want to go ahead and say, all right, it's anime. So based on your criteria, Brian, I'm going to chase it with another question. Is Batman Beyond anime? Because it is also I, animated by TMS, a Japanese animation studio. You just broke uh, <laughs> So, and and let's let's go further. How many other series? Are, let's not let's not dig too far into it. Well, we'll circle back to that. Let's stick with I, I, Transformers the movie. Brian says it's anime. Well, and, and, and here's the reason why it's important to go ahead and make that statement. We do need because to just yeah. we have we have been on the front line of anime since wedgies were a thing. <laughs> We've been in this trench fighting yeah. this, and the same motherfuckers who were giving us shit for watching animated cartoons. Or yep. anime. Motherfucker Transformers of G.I. Joe was anime. Right. right. You I, know. I, I Are you going to use this as a scapegoat, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> you betcha, sweet bippy. <laughs> no, nah, I follow your line <laughs> of thought. I do. Lots of things that came out in the 80s to us as children's shows were animated by Japanese studios. It was very common. Um, For instance, like, let's go. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh huh. I don't give a damn what Andrew Grove USA you did. That shit is fucking Japanese <laughs> Sentai series. Right. Right. So it's, I got it's okay. It's okay, okay for it to be. Yeah. All right. All right. So Brian says yes. Transformers is anime. Lynette. Lynette, how do you feel about this? Where do you stand in this argument? I feel like we need to talk about family branches. I feel like Transformers is the illegitimate child of anime. All right. Uh, America came in, made the, the, the toys its mistress, and then Transformers was born. <laughs> oh, I... That is how it came about. So it is anime, but it is a branch. The illegitimate right. branch of anime. So it's not, right. I can't call it officially anime. One, one because, right. <laughs> because it was totally destroyed and watching that show would make you not want to watch anime at all. We'll get into that one later. But I feel like if we're going into it, we should start going into family branches. This is right. the one where they go, well, you're not even part of the main family, but you are a part of the anime family. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. The illegitimate. I didn't say it well, Look, I didn't say it was good anime. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on now. Hang on. We'll get to that part in a minute. All right, Vic, it's your turn now. Is Transformers the movie anime? Oh, God. Uh, 
because personally, I would consider something being anime, you know, something <laughs> primarily designed for the Japanese market because, you know, you have American animation, you have French, you have European, you have, right, you know, you have all of them, you know, everything's different. Or so I usually consider anime, you know, anime to be something designed primarily for the Japanese market. Sure. The problem with the Transformers is that, you know, it's an originally the Diaclone toy line, which is Japanese, <laughs> which is brought over, given a story, and then animated in Japan for a U.S. audience. But that same, you know, that same animation was also brought back over to Japan yeah, for, <laughs> you know, local audiences there. Uh, so... With that alone, I'm already at like the 50-50%. It's like, it's yes and no. And to expand on like what Lynette said, just imagine, you know, someone decide, you know, an American decides to go to Japan, ends up having a family there. Their there is. kid is, you know, pretty much what Transformers is. It's like a combination, half Japanese, half American. You know, right. so it's like, it's both, but none at the same time. It's, All right. oh, All God. Right. I respect, okay, okay, it's cool. Branch cool, cool, cool. family. All right, hang on. All right, so now, now we have to file this movie on the shelves of a blockbuster video. This has to be put on a shelf. This has to be put into a category for people to rent. Where do you put uh, Transformers flag, the movie? All right, uh, flag on the play. Uh, first of all, for us to do that, <laughs> we are going to have to one bring it back a blockbuster video. <laughs> uh. In in the block, but in the metaphorical blockbuster video of of our lives, and where... for the for the new generation, if you want to do yeah. late eighties blockbuster, then the anime shelf was non you know non existent, and it was considered <laughs> you know foreign. All right, so or I anime. Think, yes, so I figure if you put that section next to the children's animation section, okay. and literally put Transformers right on the line, that would be accurate <laughs> and appropriate. Or you mean the you, uh, you take the discover for for Transformers mm. and you put like a naughty negligee or on top of it for the dirty dirty girl it is. <laughs> <laughs> I I wish I could unimagine that right now. <laughs> all right, all right. So okay, it's hot rod for for Reef. Hot rod. <laughs> Oh man. Um. So yeah, this is uh. It's it's been uh, divisive. I'm hold on, I'm hold gonna, on, hold on. I was gonna lay I, my opinion down, but it, okay. Yes. I just wanted to make sure. Before I let you, we're gonna gloss over yourself. Okay. No, right, I'm, right. Not, I'm not gonna avoid the friendly fire on this. Okay. Uh. So for me, it's it comes. You look at it from two different ways, right? So if you look at it from the the absolute base way, anime, all it is is animation. That's all the word means. Um, so to the, to a Japanese person, the word anime holds no distinction. It's just, this is animated. That's anime, period. Uh, so to them, yes, it is anime because that's what it means. To Westerners, we've co-opted the word and turned it into a specific type of animation, specific genre, as it were, not, think? but a, a fan, a family on that said. And that being the case, go ahead, go ahead. That being the case, I don't think Transformers is anime. I think, I think it's an American cartoon with labor done by somebody else. And he, the reason, my reasoning is is as such is similar to what Vic says. 
about how it's is it animation produced in Japan for a Japanese audience or not? And Transformers the movie's not. Transformers the movie's designed and sold by Hasbro. Created by Hasbro, an American company to sell toys to American children. I think that it, its animation team was undoubtedly very talented Japanese people. Fuck Shoji Kawamori of Macross Infamy. Created Optimus Prime. So, you know, not arguing with the amazing work done, but Transformers as a product is a wholly American thing. And I, if I'm, I just me, want to make sure for me, it's to... filed just... in the kids section. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just, uh, just want to point out something. Yeah. Jetfire. Yeah. Jetfire is a what? Jetfire is, is a Valkyrie. Um, yeah. You mentioned Fortress Macross. And we're saying I was that co-opted into an American cartoon, yeah. Co-opted. And it's also a giant legal conundrum. <laughs> yeah, don't we don't want to go down that rabbit hole, Brian? Come no, on. But, but I'm just saying, we literally brought anime. Yeah. Is, is we, that an they, anime? Is that Hasbro, an anime? Yeah. So Hasbro <laughs> bought the toy of an anime. And bastardized it and made it a children's show. Made it a character in a children's show. They absolutely did. They couldn't even use him. Watch the episode. He's Jetfire looks nothing like a Valkyrie in Transformers the cartoon. They had to scrap the design entirely. He was a completely different character. But if you buy his toy, he's a Valkyrie. So I'm not arguing where the toys come from. I'm saying that... <laughs> Cartoon, Transformers, and its movie. I mean that I consider them kids films. I consider them, uh, you know, just family animation. So that I mean, so bring it on. Let me know why I'm wrong. But I, or right. I mean, I take I, the positive and negative. Me, that's you file Transformers in the children's section. That's where it goes. It's interesting yeah. that our opinions literally run the gamut from yes to no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly the way we started. So and we're from yes yeah. all the way to no. <laughs> oh, so, it's, a, it's Schrodinger's yeah. cat. You know, right. we, we, don't, we don't know which one it is. Could be anim, it could be anime if you read the credits and it's not today. I mean, I just, it, it's a, for me, it's the, the benchmark is, is there is too much of this is created in America. Work is that it's like getting your Dodge built in Japan. It's still your it's still a Dodge. People that put it together notwithstanding, you've still purchased a Dodge. It's been designed, created, and sold in America as a product. That's that's where I stand on it. I am free let the haters come. Transformers is not anime. Can you please stop saying that? It hurts my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but this is mindless midlife musings of the anime nerds, so we are going to treat it like anime today because that's what we're here to talk about. So, wow. 
Left. It's close enough. <laughs> it's <laughs> like as close said, as you can branch, get. It's a branch family. <laughs> I'll give you that it's as close as you can get. I'll say that. All right. So 1986 this dropped. And I can honestly say I don't even remember seeing it. I don't remember the act of going to the movies to see it. I remember remember how it made me feel. But I don't, like, I can't, if you told me, well, what was the day like? I'm like, I can't tell you, but I could tell you I was fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't tell you. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I remember when I first watched it, it was like a third generation VHS copy, like, a month after it finally hit home video. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I remember watching it in AMC South Date 8. Oh, that's fantastic. Our elaborate. I re- remember this. I, my God. South Date 8. Oh, my gosh. I actually remember. You, you, you remember the taste of popcorn when your heart breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Um, oh my gosh! I, that's great. Yeah, I don't. I. I mean, so it's it's the mid eighties. Uh, we're all we're all pretty young ish, and and we're, obviously we're obsessed with it. I, I'd watch the cartoon like crazy. I used to watch the original mm-hmm. series, back when he when it was part of Bozo the Clown. Right. You remember that? So Bozo yeah. the Clown would he would he'd be like he would break halfway through his his show to just let you watch Transformers and you would intro Transformers. Um so I I'm a fan. I know I'm not I'm arguably not um like a mega fan. I know my side You're not gonna run out and buy that fourteen hundred dollar Grimlock? Right. No, I know my sideswipe from my Sunstreaker, but I'm not like I'm not gonna be able to tell you the lore or I didn't read the EU. I watched the cartoon as a kid. I've rewatched the movie the, uh, dozens of times. I've watched the live action films of, you know, like I, I'm a fan. So I can only react to this the way a casual fan would. And and as a kid, a casual fan, this movie was pretty devastating. Mm-hmm. First quarter of this film destroys you. Not even, not even. It wasn't you. It it was terrible. Well, (laughs) you know, back then things didn't really die; they just went away. So you know, you know, in the first few minutes, you know, first ten, fifteen, twenty minutes, it's like you're there with your toys, you're watching it, and it's like he Megatron just blew a hole into something. He, it's dead. He tossed off his mom. It's dead. Like, like like the ambulance one? Oh, my God. Ratchet. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Hard. When you see the lights leave his eyes, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, they're not yeah. fucking around. No. Yeah, yeah man. It's yeah. like the other one you had, what, Ratchet, Ironhide, uh, Wind Charger? Died. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I had to watch it with my mom because, as you know, I was only five years old when this movie came out. So my mom right. remembers the Transformers movies. And she, she was watching it, and I wanted to get her opinion. And she goes... I am so glad I didn't watch this movie. That's basically all she said. When she goes, I remember when this movie came out. I am so glad I didn't go to watch it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I watched it like three times that day alone. But it was still traumatized, you know, the first bit when everyone's dying. 
And, yeah. and I'm not sure about everyone else, but like back then, when you're buying the Transformers toys, it's like the Autobots were cheap. The Decepticons were expensive. Right. You know, I think the cheapest Decepticons were like the Insecticons, and those started at like 17, 18 bucks a pop, where you can get, you know, like Cliff Jumper or Bumblebee for like four fifty. Right. And I got, yeah. I got to ask a question. I got to ask a question. Go ahead. Um, just so we can measure the amount of trauma that we all had, right? Okay. Around the panel, favorite Autobot and favorite Decepticon. And go. Okay, okay so start real quick because mine was simple. So for me, because I, you know, I was a kid, so my favorite was the first one I got, which happened to be Wind Charger. Nice. That was my first, you know, that was my first Autobot, period. First Transformer, period. And so I was traumatized when he died. Yeah. So my first Decepticon was actually an Insecticon, was Kickback. What happened to Kickback? He had his head running. (laughs) (laughs) So I was two for two already with my favorites pretty much dying. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Rick? Yeah. All right. So uh, my first transformer that i remember was bumblebee uh so i i was always a bumblebee fan. um okay. and and my first bumblebee wasn't even the correct bumblebee he was red because he was a misprint they they had done a whole run of bumblebees that were red so i was mad because bumblebee wasn't yellow he wasn't a yellow volkswagen he was a little red one i'm like like cliff jumper but not like i was upset uh, it took me a very okay. long time to finally get a yellow Bumblebee. Um, but nevertheless, Bumblebee was my first Autobot. It was my first toy. I, I, I love Bumblebee. It's always did. Um, so that's been with me forever. And uh, my favorite Decepticon was always Soundwave. Because there's just something great about them little fucking tapes. <laughs> you could pop in and out of him. He functioned right. really well. You could take the cassettes out. It was great. I loved Soundwave. Um, All right, so, so yeah, great moments in in the movie for you, then. Great moments. Yeah, I was, I was good. I was good. All right, Lynette. <laughs> I actually did not own any toys. Okay, so I was not a Transformers fan. I guess is the best way to say it. Um, so basing it off of the movies, my favorite. Autobot is Ironhide, mostly because he's got a mouth, and I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) And my favorite Decepticon was the cat. I have no idea what the name of this thing is, but it was the cat. Me, Rabbit? It was a tie. It was a tie between the cat and that (laughs) thing that went 2D'd and 1D. That one robot. I have no idea which one it was. It was It was the spit up. See, people are Transformers. People are going to hate me, but it was oh, when that cat fine. like threw up down the pipe, and there were the little microbot. Oh man, yeah, little. You're mic- great. I don't know. All right. Yeah. All so right. The, there I you go. Those, so I wasn't really traumatized until Trauma- Optimus died, and they right. made him go black and white, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, he's he's not going to come back. He he did He's like, he's dead. <laughs> he's he's Roy Foker dead. dead. Was, I'm gonna come back. To that. I'm gonna come back. To that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get back to that. Go ahead, Brian. So me, uh, favorite Autobot of all time was Wheeljack. Oh, Wheeljack. See, he's my favorite. That one. That hurt, huh? Right. Well, you only <laughs> see him. 
Yeah, you only see him one time in the movie, and he's dead. <laughs> yeah. They don't even show how he dies. They right. just show that his face has been shot off, and his little... He's, just... he's, the, yeah, character. Yeah. he's the character who went... He's got in the, the t- movie? He's got the two, uh, no, well, like, we, Will Jack side. had, like, side LEDs that he never yeah. really had a mouth. Right, his, his side LEDs, LEDs would, always, would light up when he was talking. Yeah. Like yeah, Optimus, he was, he was gray and his LEDs were cracked and his face was shot. And you're well, like, he's uh, not going to say shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was short-lived. Uh, and your Decepticon? Skywarp. Oh, Skywarp. Skywarp, hell yeah. Skywarp. Now, but here's the problem. <laughs> Skywarp gets injured in the fight on Autobot City. Mm-hmm. And he gets thrown out of Train. Right. Yes, he does. Yep. Yes, he does. You see that there are two people when they all make it to Unicron, mm-hmm. right? And I know we're jumping ahead, but that's all right. Hit my conundrum. We don't really know the actual um, whatever happened to Skywarp, but you don't know who he, he becomes. exactly because yeah. he becomes either Cyclonus, right? Or, or one of the sweets. One of the sweets, well, no, right? No, no, no. He's actually Cyclonus actually gets two of the jets that look like Cyclonus. Yeah. But you never know which one is Cyclonus. So uh, what's your head on that? Is he Cyclonus? Because what happened the Cyclonus. problem is when when they say Cyclonus in aren't in his Armada, yeah. The one that starts out in the front transitions to the back. And the one that's in the back transitions to the front. And I'm like, uh. Yes. <laughs> so it, for for me, the, my head cannon is like, say my dad went out to go get some milk and he never returned. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best way I could say what happened to Cyclone. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, man. I'm still waiting for some cereal. <laughs> wow all right heavy i noticed no love for shockwave anywhere yeah i was not a big i was never a big shockwave fan. i liked him in the cartoon but he was not like my favorite transformer uh, in favorite decepticon yeah i mean he was a and cool guy on that hill he's actually in my living room in the entertainment center right now <laughs> <laughs> As well right. as the Insecticons. Go figure. So, um, this is this isn't the first time we've had to deal with death at this point in our childhoods. Uh, well, not for me anyway. I had already started Robotech. I had seen characters dying in the course of a series. And it was it was Roy Foker. It was you know Ben Dixon. It was for supporting characters. No. This wasn't that. This was. Rick Hunter got his fucking face shot off, and and so did Lin Minway. Like they, they killed <laughs> everybody in this. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Like the SDS one just got stomped on, with everyone in it still. Nah, nah. This was this popped my cherry. I didn't even think it was even possible. <laughs> like no, 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 no. There's no such thing as death and cartoon. Right, like the, the heroes always won. The you know the the villains always ran. The, the characters. I mean, yeah. Never... I mean, look at Voltron. Sven just went away. 
Stormtrooper aim. Sven, yeah, Sven just went away. He was, he's fine. Uh, yeah, so this was this uh, was first rattling to children of the era. Uh, as we all learned later in life, so much so that they had to fix it. <laughs> it's so much... In a time without internet, in a time without internet, there was an, a writing campaign so fervent at the toy company course corrected a decision that's how big a deal this was you couldn't just send an email to all at hasbro.com you had that's to right. find an address and write strongly worded bitch fit letter to the people at hasbro and enough i'm, I'm people, pretty sure senators got involved right enough senators people, got involved enough people got involved in this <laughs> And Hasbro had to course correct after this film and at least bring back Optimus Prime. Um, yeah. But at the time, 1986, the summer of 1986, a whole bunch of children's hearts were destroyed. Yeah. Oh, 20 <laughs> minutes. 20 yeah. minutes in. If you were thinking that you were going to see Transformers in space, not these dudes. <laughs> Oh, so I had... You see Prime on the operating bed, right? Operating table, and he, they're like, oh man, are they going to save him? They're going to save him? And it's like, they, they, they didn't save him. Yeah, Perceptors all... What are they? Fatal. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fatal. It's fatal. What? Hey, wait that a minute. What, what, nah. what, what is this re- word fatal? What is this word fatal? In the cartoon. Okay, this is fine. He's going to be fine. It's just a flesh wound. Come on. Right. Yeah, it makes me want to ask the new generation. This is the question I'm going to pose to the new generation. Have you been so angry that you have decided to write a letter instead of an email? Right. That would be the equation. Put a (laughs) on that shit. Can someone actually write a coherent letter? Through the post office and send it in. Because you licked that spam. We all were. (laughs) When you licked that spam. Oh my gosh. That's it. Oh man. That's that is how imagine going to the store buying 50 envelopes for just one <laughs> right <laughs> and watch I'll bet you they put it in the mailbox without a stamp oh man oh right uh, that this is a very different level like, we also we it was could a very honestly say like, we could honestly say there was only one person other person they got as much mail as Hasbro did from kids. And that's fucking Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, Santa yeah. Claus probably sat there wondering, he's like, how am I going to bring back Optimus Prime? <laughs> I had to look into this because it was really depressing. At first uh, 20 minutes, what, I was like, what? how bad did this movie do? And from what I read, it's like kids, families had to leave the theater. Yeah, because kids are so traumatized, they didn't even finish the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Wait a letter to Hasbro. Think about yeah. that. Normally, there is some type of build up to loss. Yeah, it yeah, started yeah. off with just let's say this is the high point, right? And then other thing, you're going into this knowing about Cybertron, right? And next thing you find out, the Decepticons have won the Cybertron battle. They actually are on Cybertron. Well, damn that—that's not good. 
Like, I just and... saw the last episode. How, how did this happen? When did this happen? Right, right. And then you go from that point, and then lost, 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 death, 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 death. Oh, shit. What on earth? I was, I was, I loved Hot Rod's introduction. All right. Hot Rod and Cup. Great. Hot Rod shows his, his moxie, if you yeah. will, <laughs> if, when he, uh, sees the Decepticons in the ship. How that happened? Don't know. Fuck it. Whatever. Whatever. Not going. We are not going to talk about the physics and the biology oh, of Transformers. We're cannot not, we're do not that. Is not. Not a debate to be had. Can't even be a conversation. Battle happens. Battle happens. We're still getting lost. We still see people shot. I find out Wheeljack died. Just for Optimus to, to fucking finally get there. Yeah. And you're like, hey, it's going to be. He made one hell of an entrance. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, Optimus arrives and every kid breathes a sigh of relief. Goes, oh, thank God. Optimus is here now. Yeah, he, out, he boosts upward, he transforms, he <laughs> ventilates like seven Decepticons on the way down. <laughs> and Megatron. One one shall fall, one shall what was it? One shall stand, one shall fall. Right. Oh my gosh. I was ready for it. Megatron that's your ass. And I yep. know they're not playing no more. <laughs> right, because yeah, I mean, you know, it's bad when the good guys are ventilating the bad guys, and well, so it was. It was a. It was a. I mean, look, the animation, the team, the writers—they knew what they were doing. They they were, they gave him hell of an action set piece to go out to. Uh it was it was really well done. It was really cool. It was it was storyboarded well. The whole thing, like heroes moment, for sure. And then they man, the biggest it. eye roll. They snatched the that shit right away roll. from you. <laughs> right after they snatched that shit away from you. <laughs> I think I shake an eye ligament because how fast my eye rolled when <laughs> Hot Rod got captured. I'm like... <laughs> like, Ryan's eyes rolled so hard it did a 360 in his skull. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I, I rolled and um, the eye roll, I rolled so hard that the hate that was saved for Hot Rod transferred to the man who did his voice. Oh, poor <laughs> Judd. Really? You brought it down on Judd. I brought it down on Judd. And mind you, I'm a kid now. So Yeah, of course. As in, yeah, so. I'm watching Transformers. See his name, Judd Nelson, and yep. then the next thing I see his ass in breakfast actually happened before this <laughs> with the breakfast club, <laughs> and I instantly hated him. You had a vendetta against him. Instantly hated. Him. <laughs> That's why fucking Optimus died because the yo delinquent ass. Yeah, that was a uh, it was a miscalculation on Hasbro's part for sure. So they wanted. Hot Rod to be the new Optimus. They, they, this whole army was a setup to have a new Optimus. They were going to take out the old one because they needed new toys. Anyone who's old enough to you know know better, it's already heard. Hasbro wanted a, 
a new set of toys to sell, so they had to get rid of the old characters, uh, much to the disagreement of everyone on staff. On they Earth. But anyway, and their plan was to kill the hero that kids have spent two years with and two seasons and replace him with a new character. Then they chose to have it be arguably that character's fault that their hero died. So they miscalculated heavily on this one. They forgot that they were pandering to a bunch of five to 11 year olds. Yeah, yeah, they they did not think that went through really well at all. Now this this takes place twenty years after the end of the second season, uh, which is why Spike is so much older and Spike has a kid. You know, so they the whole know thing. Is. Can we talk about the kid for a second? Let's talk about Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. All right. It's very rare that I'm the one that's actually bringing out receipts like this. Let's do it. But Daniel is actually voiced by David Mendenhall. Nice. Oh, my gosh. Who the hell is David Mendenhall? And who the hell is David Mendenhall? Who is David Mendenhall, Brian? He's the guy that played uh, Sylvester Sloan's son in um, Over the Top. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Nice mindless music. Michael Sutler. Very good job. That is not the only uh, connection to Sylvester Sloan. All that right. Transformers the movie has. All right, let's go. Oh no, no, we'll come back later for those. I, okay, I, just... I'm all, I actually have a connection to that for to Sylvester Stallone as well, so I'll be curious to see if yours is the same. Fuck okay, it, let's do it. Let's do this shit. Go ahead. Go ahead. You you go. No, no, I I about the first one right. you bring second one. Okay, all right. So mine is the music. We have the same one. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Unicron, Unicron's theme, written by Vince DiCola, and Vince DiCola wrote the score Rocky for... Four. Rocky IV. Rocky IV. The songs are very similar, uh, and and honestly, Unicron's theme is fucking baller. Go ahead. I have another one, though. Okay, all right, go ahead. Mindless Music number three. <laughs> uh, the Touch? Yeah was not actually written first for Transformers. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. Stan Bush's The Touch, the very famous song from the movie, was originally written for, go ahead, Brian. Cobra. Sylvester Stallone film. So, (laughs) Why haven't they cast Sylvester Stallone in any of these yet? I mean, what the hell? I heard he was uh, distraught after they killed Optimus Prime as well. Yeah. So like, no, we're gonna do this series. Fuck this bitches. And even the truck driver. Nah, we lost him. <laughs> we lost our credibility with Sylvester Stallone. It makes sense. This film features a lot of really well-known talent at the time. In fact, this is probably one of the earlier instances where. Uh, animation studio decided to hire known names to play characters. A lot of people in the animation industry, they like to blame like DreamWorks for starting that trend. They say like they did it with no. like, Shrek and that. And honestly, it started way earlier. It started probably right around here. Uh, Transformers, the movie, brought in a lot of very famous voice talent from the era. Leonard fucking Nimoy. Eric Idle. Usually for me, it was a, I loved Eric Idle back then. Um, Judd Nelson was incredibly well known. Casey Kasem was in this. 
Uh, Robert Stack. Everybody Robert... fucking watched his show. Look, Everybody. Look, Everybody. I, I actually went and I was looking at it, and the people who... I, I don't know how to say this, but the people who were voicing some of my childhood heroes, yeah, I never thought they would have done that. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. right. Yeah, you never would have thought. Really, they it, did a cartoon because it's a cast that you know some people would wet themselves to get now. Absolutely, okay. and 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 just to to top off this cast. Uh, Lionel Sanders, great in it. Of course, everybody knows Peter Cullen is Optimus Prime. Nobody else. Nobody else will ever be Optimus Prime. I'm sorry. Nope. No. I love you, Alan Tudyk. You're amazing. Big fan of the show. Always nice to talk to you. But you are not Optimus Prime. And no one else is. It's always Peter Cullen. And that's that's just the way it is. Frank Welker, obviously, incredibly well known. But the final performances of two very famous actors. Two. Scatman Crothers. Right. And Orson as Welles. Jazz. As right. Jazz, right. Scatman Crothers yep. as Jazz and Orson Welles as Unicron. This is their last movie, the both of them. I yeah. will say there right. is another mindless movie using Go ahead. between for Mr. Judd Nelson. Yeah. Back in 2015, he actually comes back to voice some Transformers work. And he doesn't voice Hot Rod. He actually comes back and voices Unicron. Oh, fun! Yeah. Oh, that's fun. I I can appreciate when they they have some fun with it like that. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Now that I've given them his flowers, I'm going to go back to my indignation and <laughs> hate and disdain for get out fucking way. <laughs> I had an Orson Welles quote for Transformers, and I guess I did not post it. Give me one second. No? Okay, take your time. Hey. It's like I just read it earlier today. It was uh, Orson Welles saying, you know what I did this morning? I played the voice of a toy. Some terrible robot toys from Japan that changed from one thing to another. The Japanese have funded a full-length animated cartoon about the doings of these toys, which is all bad outer space stuff. I play a planet. I menace someone called something or other. I burn destroy. My planet destroy whoever it is, is thwarted, and I tear myself apart on screen. That is... A man who was on his death. I don't know death. if that's actually a quote from him or someone right. pretend, but he was he was very sick. Uh, it was argued argued it was you know whether or not he even finished his lines, but it ultimately it was you know did say he did do all his lines. He did finish. Them. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, um, <clears throat> so it's the likes of these people being cast into a children's film was nigh unheard of, really, and it was a big deal. It was a big deal for everybody. It was a way to get parents in to bring their kids to see this movie. And uh, and then <laughs> to see all that go down in the first few minutes was, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were not prepared. They, they were not. They were not prepared to have to go to the next closest store to have to buy a whole new set of Transformers for their kids. Now, the the ripples in pop culture and science fiction that happened from this animation anime were unstoppable. On, say it. You, you, you yeah. can say it. You can say, say anime. Just, I know you've already given us your opinion, but right. just, just, just say anime. 
you got the, the cartanime. There you go. The, <laughs> the ripples from this Japanimation. Um, <laughs> were so big. There were tsunamis by the time this had ended. This changed the way things were done. And with children's cartoons, it changed the way things were done with, with storytelling for children's cartoons. It changed it changed everything for people. This movie, this silly little cartoon about children's toys, changed the way you made cartoons. It just did. Um, it literally changed the ending of a different movie. <laughs> Of a related property. <laughs> right. G.I. Joe the movie ending got changed because this movie happened, just so happened to beat it to release. <laughs> the irony being that if G.I. Joe, which had started production before Transformers, had completed on time and released first, Optimus Prime might have lived. <laughs> because if the reaction to Duke dying would have been that big, they might have had to change their mind. So really... In an alternate universe somewhere, Duke died and Optimus lived. <laughs> Let that one but, sink in. But that's that's the effect this had. Toy companies couldn't fuck around anymore. Like it wasn't a license to print money. They had that to mm -hmm. this the whole mm -hmm. idea of cartoons in the eighties was they were a product to sell toys. They were a commercial. It's twenty yeah, minutes. Twenty minute commercial. Free commercial. Simple. And and boy did it work! I worked on us like gangbusters. Well, when this movie did what it did, boy companies couldn't fuck around anymore. They had yeah. to understand a cartoon was first now. The toys right. were the byproduct. It changed the marketing dynamic, which is a pretty big deal. Anything? Before it used to be you couldn't market a toy without a cartoon, but you couldn't market a cartoon without a toy. You couldn't market a cartoon without a toy. After that, yeah. the toys didn't fucking matter. It really yeah, did. We started getting more and more cartoons where there were actually no toy lines. Right. Look, they broke us. They were like, yeah. it, 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 "Oh, you're going to kill? We're not going. We're not going to invest in this guy." Right. Why would we? Just for you to kill him. <laughs> No, 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 no. They learned the power of uh, supply and demand. It did indeed. They fucked around and found out. They fucked around and found out. Again, I just, I want to really drive this home to the listeners. Try and remember, for those of you old enough to be a part of it, this was a fucking letter-writing campaign. That's what this did. And fucking cursive. I Motherfuckers brought out cursive. I cannot stress that enough. This is not the same as getting on Twitter and putting 120 characters of a bitch fit out there. This is a no, very, very different thing that happened. Like, this well, is maintaining your oh. anger while you get into a car and drive from New York to California to stand in front of to stand in front of the director's house. You have to maintain that level of anger. <laughs> All of right. it, it's a commitment right <laughs> I recently made a post today on Facebook saying that arguing on the internet is basically turn based fighting right you did not post that you stole it from somewhere else because I saw that like but, four no, hours before you but posted he re, it but you reposted it so it counts I reposted yeah. it my bad yeah. okay oh, 
you know what? Wait your turn. Wait your turn. <laughs> but but yeah, but so here's the thing though. But here's the thing. There was no turn. It was an avalanche of oh my gosh! It, I just finished reading this flock of mail, and here comes another mother, fucking with a whole <laughs> other bag of mail too. It, right. I haven't even had to respond to one, and I've got like five hundred others coming in. Down in the mail room, just wheels the cart in, <laughs> like drop right. it off some more. No, these are all for you. <laughs> They're probably yeah. directing you know the postal delivery guys. Just take it straight to his office. Yeah, you can just bypass um, us right now. And we really haven't gotten to talk a lot about the movie itself, uh, but really, that's kind of the point. Like, the movie itself is devastating to children, middling at best for plot, but what it did was way bigger. Let's talk a little bit about the movie. Let's, let's... But let's talk a, a little bit about the movie. Uh, let's talk uh, okay. a little bit about the movie. Besides the fact that the first 20 minutes was a blood fest. Or an oil fest. Yeah, got... An Energon oil? fest? Energon fest. Hey, look. I, all right, I'm going to tell you right now. Stop. All right, here we go. So I watched this with my son. My son just turned 10. I thought, this is a perfect time to watch this with my son. Before I started this with my son, I said to him, I said, listen, before we watch this, I need you to understand everyone dies <laughs> to tell him <laughs> ahead of time so that he knew going in what his emotional you know, state had to be. And then he asked me why. And then I had explained to my 10-year-old son how toy companies worked. Had to yep. do it. Just well, did. Well, he could have lied and said, you know, electricians don't exist in that time frame. Oh, had to do it. So he was fully prepared, knowing everything about what Hasbro was going through, whatever. Let, let him know that there was no fucking sense be in this shit. No. <laughs> We watched it. He thought it was, you know what? He liked it so much. Now we're watching Generation 1 together. We've been watching Generation 1, Season 1. He fell in. So it worked. Uh, but I had to prepare him. I'm like, listen, man, nobody makes it out of this. <laughs> like this. And as it, he's like, well, who lives? I'm like, well, Bumblebee and like Bike. Um, so, wheelie. <laughs> like, there's not a lot, not a lot of people to make it through. So. <laughs> well, I thought I saw six shadows. That's why I said six. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bumblebee. Right. Spike. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, all the, all the dinos. The dinobots. Dinobots do live, yes. That's true. Well, that's so that's four. To die. Let's quite, a few, quite a few do make it. Quite a few do make it. Um, but certainly... Like a lot of the the mainliners, a bunch of characters don't even make it into the movie. Like, I don't. But mother, a bunch of characters you don't find out there what happened. Like Blaster, right? Yeah, yeah. What happened to Blaster? He's in it. What happened he to has, he has like, a what happens to Omega Supreme? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. So it's ambiguous. Uh, but that's you know we've got two more series or seasons of of uh, the cartoon afterwards to follow up on. But yeah, during the course of the movie. Most of the big names go, you know, and that was uh, so I had to prepare him for that. Uh, I didn't want him because my son, those of you who know him, are he's extremely very outward with his emotions. So this happening and him falling in love with Optimus just to watch that, that was not prepared for that. So I'm like, listen, I'm gonna prepare you now. So wow. you're even doing this backwards because you, yeah, you, you showed him that Optimus dies and now right. you're going back to watch it for him to yeah. build it. 
Yeah, it's yeah, like top we... Prime's highlight reel. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I wanted to watch it for for the purposes of the show and to you know to revisit that. And I I was gonna watch Transformers. I'm like, well, I may as well watch it with my son. So anyway, we got into it. So now he's into it. We've been watching Transformers G1. It's great. I'm so glad we did it. But um, but yeah, I had to. He had didn't to... have the, he didn't have to say about the the dinosaurs that they have for the Dinobots. So um, yes. Because my son is a dinosaur nerd of the highest order. He of the at, highest. He looked at Slag and he's like, well, that's not accurate. What? No, son. <laughs> it's not. Not at all. <laughs> it's anything's accurate. <laughs> and he sees Grimlock breathe fire and he's like, well, they can't do that. I go, well, I mean, obviously, son, he's, he's a robot version of a dinosaur. So he's like, so he's like Mecha Godzilla. Sure. Yeah. He's like Mecha yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> he's Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. Look to me. He's like Mecha Godzilla. Um, you, had so yeah. you had to make it work. You did a good job, sir. He had, yeah, he yeah. definitely had thoughts on the Dinobots. Um, but I've always had thoughts on the Dinobots. Nevertheless, we, it's, are we, look. Why did they make I, them dumb? I mean, just there because we're bringing, we go. Just because they're prehistoric doesn't mean they're dumb. No. <laughs> they should they're, be the smartest ones there. Other Transformers are born unknownly how. These guys were created on Earth. So they're, explain that to me. They were able to create new Transformers on Earth, but they couldn't fix the dead ones. Well, there, therein lies a lot of the questions that uh, my son, my 10-year-old son, had about this. It is, one of them was, how do they make new Autobots? And I was like, I honestly don't know. Just when as a, a mommy late... Autobot and a daddy Autobot get together, they have baby like, Autobots. I could have maybe gone that route, but Gabriel has realized very quickly that there's only RC. Yes. <laughs> so the everyone's Smurfette, mama. The Smurfette syndrome was very real. Uh, so, so we didn't go down that road. I just said, I don't know. And I got slimed. No, anyway, so I said, I don't know. And oh my god, did you really just go to? I we can't went. believe you. <laughs> oh no, oh no, oh my god, that was I figured you just stick to him now. Papa doesn't know something. Oh my god, the world's <laughs> ending. That toss in a deep cut for you, B. The um, oh my god, well, you can't do that on television. That was that's right. right. Well done, Boy, Jesus. I didn't, I did you know, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'm sure the, some of the more hardcore EUers of the Transformers fandom can tell me all that, but I, I didn't. So we watched a couple episodes, and we did see the extent to which they can repair Autobots. They can do a lot to repair Autobots. Hell, fucking Hot Rod was apparently a Battlefield Triad medic. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, so it was it was uh, it was very interesting to to revisit this through the eyes of my son now as an adult, and to you know to sort of just experience this with him. I'm glad I prepped it, him. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say uh, the part that I don't I don't know if it's just me, but I hated Ultra Magnus. Everybody hated Ultra Magnus. I don't think anyone. There liked you. Everybody there you go. hated. Ultra and listen, that is not to discredit Robert Stack. Not to amazing. He does a great he, job. It's not his fault. Nobody likes yeah. Ultra Magnus for, because he, Ultra he, Magnus is just 
Optimus in armor. Everybody saw the toy. Yeah. He was like the rich version of Optimus Prime. No one liked him. I, I felt like he was cosplaying Optimus. Like he was, <laughs> he was the prime cosplaying Optimus. Because when, <laughs> when I saw them side by side, I was like, did he steal his clothes? Is, is that what happened? Is, is he the son who went into his daddy's closet and decided to be a big boy for the day? <laughs> and that was some some expectation subversion they did with that. Everybody was like, well, of course Ultra Magnus is going to be the leader. He, he's Optimus Prime in armor. So yeah. why wouldn't they do that? Only to... And, and, and not only that, but they didn't give him none of Optimus's gravitas. No, they right? didn't. They didn't, yeah. Oh, they're not they're flying off. Buy the book. No, not like, even fucking buy the book. No, it's not. He, just, he could not be bothered with the with with understanding who his people were, right? Like uh, Perceptor. Yeah. Come to the, the <laughs> right. Bump into the, and it's in just layman's like, terms, we're outnumbered. Uh, temple. He's like basically <laughs> temple rubbing the robot temple rubbing. Yeah. So um, Optimus know. Prime is like Captain America. Right, he's like he's or Superman. He's the 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 person you you know the honorable warrior, the person that you look up to, the one who's willing to lay his life on the line for you. And he's he's Steve Rogers. He'll jump on the grenade. That was Optimus. That's what made him so great to everybody. That's what everybody loved about him. And 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 Ultra Magnus just wasn't that. He just it, at all that guy. He, he tried to be that. Yeah, it got it wrong. He just he just wasn't that. He he didn't have it. He was he was Bucky. And, 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 so not only did the uh and uh God I hate fucking hot I hated hot rod for this shit. Well I hated hot rod. Not only but yeah. Yeah, not only did he do this to Optimus, but because he grabbed the Matrix first. He also stole the 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 prime right. I guess, yeah. From Ultra Magnus, right? So now Ultra Magnus gets killed again, right? So basically, responsible for the death of two trucks. A uh, two. <laughs> Optimus well, the, Prime and Fake Prime. They do save <laughs> Magnus, which then at that point I'm like, well, hang on. He literally got drawn and quartered, like he got exploded, yes. and and then the Junkions were able to fix it. They just slapped them back together, wiped it's them fine. down, and it was all good. Just pop, really pop his arm back in, pop his leg yeah. back in, and then and then Literally. buff him. And then yeah. buff him. It's good. Yeah, it's amazing how far little super glue goes. Go. And, Barely it could be here. Yeah, and they're fine. Optimus got like Which, three shots. He got shot like three times. <laughs> and it, but he got mostly in one piece. Well, he, he got shot out. three times and, and stabbed as well. Fair. Air, but, but all they needed to do was bring him to Planet Junk, <laughs> and nobody thought that part. They could have brought everyone back. They really could, yeah. except for maybe Ironhide, whose head was completely exploded. Yes, yeah, they could have given her head. That was back. I'm telling you, that was that was devastating. When I saw, it, I was like, "Wait, what?" But I had sure. to rewind. I was like, "No, these I mean, killed everybody." It was. I will give them credit. They didn't pull their punches when it came to how they wanted to kill Autobots. They wanted to make sure kids knew these fuckers are dead. Right. (laughs) They were very, 
very clear about it. Having Optimus Prime's body turn gray was animation brilliance. It was a perfect. It was a finite. Yeah, like there's right. like you. He's not. This is not happening for you. <laughs> there has only been one more animation, but Disney started getting pretty good at killing characters off too. They did, you know. They did. Well, but, you know, for Disney, as long as you're not a parent of some kid, then you have a good chance of surviving. Yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> true story. If you're yeah, not if something against moms. Yeah, if you're I'm a mom, <laughs> don't even. Against moms. If you're in Disney as a female and you give birth, you better your days are numbered. Yeah. <laughs> you have a child. Yeah, that's, that's it. It's, you are. That's the door. screaming. <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, they but they were unapologetic about uh, just assassinating these characters. I guess I don't. I mean, obviously, I can't speak to the team, but I guess mm-hmm. they figured if they're gonna do this, if they have to do this, they were gonna go. They were gonna go ham. They're they gonna did. go balls to the wall. They they yeah. absolutely did. They didn't think how they were going to sell kids on the next round of heroes because Hot Rod was not it. <laughs> it, it, it just no. didn't land. Did not land. He was a cool toy. Rodimus. What Rod- is Rodimus? Yeah. I, I have, it sounds like a it, bad I, adult toy. I was going to say yeah, I'm pretty well, Rodimus. Sure that's what they named Rodimus. Uh, like, yeah, go to the drawer like and pull out the Rodimus Prime real quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a really uh, bad adult it really toy. Was <laughs> a call. They yeah. Uh they didn't think it through. The mm-hmm. the whole concept and, of how and they he made him like a that was a was he a minivan? So he he was like so I don't know. I don't know. What was he? Was he a was he a motorhome? Like a <laughs> no. So he opens the matrix and all of a sudden he goes from he a young bigger. a young sports car to a middle aged RV. Minivan. Yeah, he's, he's a minivan. He's in midlife crisis. <laughs> um, in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand that part. I that was a mistake. They should have. If he was going to be a prime, he should have just stayed hot rod. It should have just been it. Like, he should have just. They had to. You like, know the funny thing about it is? Colder? I don't know. But Cup has been giving him shit the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. The entire time. Not one time yeah. has he been like, you know, we're going to make it through this, and I think you can leave. No, no, no. No, no. Give no, no. Shit. That's right. The, the entire time. He's like, why are you even here? Right, yeah. right. Like, you look like the definitive old guy. He's like, get off my lawn, that kind of guy. Right, but I, I see where you're going with this. Go ahead, Brian. Just for like, him to reappear as Rodimus, all grown up, at first, he says, Transformers, Autobots <laughs> transform roll out, right? He transforms. Fucking yeah. Daniel and uh, 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 yeah. Daniel and his son. He's like, all right, I'm just going to get in him. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. he, the equivalent of I'm going to get in the back of a van of a stranger. They don't know who fucking yeah. is. <laughs> and then cut to say, I always knew you had potential. What? Uh, <laughs> he did not. <laughs> he did not. I'd I'd have believed him Oof. more if he said, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody in this anime, <clears throat> excuse me, addresses the fact that he looks completely different. Yes, nobody, nobody even calls him Hot Rod when they see him again. No, right? 
They just say, look. It's Rodimus. Right. He, they, we know he's Rodimus. I don't know. They should have had a moment to go, who are you? I or, think that's a... The easiest thing would have been not change the way the damn toy looks. Yes. Just... But they wanted you to buy both. Did you? Did you buy both? Let me ask that question. How many, how many of you had Hot Rod? And how many of you had Rodimus Prime? Neither one. Okay. Crickets. There you go. That's how successful this movie was. Nobody fucking bought it. For comparison, I do have a sweep in the closet somewhere. <laughs> Galvatron got bought more. Than... Galvatron got bought more. I actually remember only Galvatron. Heck, I, I even have a star screen with a crown. Think about that. I'd rather buy that than a hot rod. All right, all right. Let's go ahead and because we've already since we've already talked about uh the worst Autobot ever. Let's talk about the worst Decepticon. Starscream. Oh boy, Starscream right. tries so He's hard. Like, well, he was the absolute worst, and I think everyone loved him for it. That's the weird that thing. What everybody liked about Starscream was that he was such a weasel. Like everybody loved to hate Starscream. That was the given. And you knew he was a good villain because he people hated him more than Megatron. <laughs> Even Megatron hated him. Think about that. But yeah. I just want to make I sure. Starscream's voice is the same as Corporate Commander, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like hey, that douche too. I, I actually love... like Starscream in this in this anime. If I could I, like anything, it was him. He was he was hilarious. Uh, but I love Mostly loved, because he kicked Megatron when he was down. Oh, he that's, Oh my god. Megatron so is yeah. all Legit. beat up. He's him in the head. Is he Megatron? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes up and kicks him right in the head. Boom. It's so like, great. Right. Uh. No, but he just like the the funny thing is like in watching the first few episodes of the the Season one series. So on point for this character. Starscream spends the entire first season trying to shoot Megatron in the back every fucking chance he gets. So this is the culmination of his character. And yeah. and the way it goes down for him is so poetic. Ugh. Megatron Ugh. gets himself a hell of an upgrade. And just He had a magnificent glow up. Yeah. Here's a hit. Boom. It was great. Boom. Yo, and they did, they did the had, same thing. I had Prime. never... Color God. <laughs> yep. I understand that uh, until this moment, we've only seen Leonard Mimoy as the evil spot. As the right. only time we've seen him back. Worst you've had. If you were a Trekkie, you'd seen him as evil Spock. And he came in... Not even as a fucking... Oh, my God. Galvatron is going to be an Autobot, right? Galvatron is going to be an Autobot? No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, no. Galvatron was trouble with less fucks to give. That's... Look, it was unhinged. There was no live longer prosper. There's not one bit of it in this bitch. Right. Oh, no. He was an unhinged character. It was... A natural. It was the thing that they should have done with Optimus. They took the character you knew, and they just had him become the new toy they wanted to sell. Well, they yep. did. With Megatron, they said, no, no, now you're Galvatron. Done. 
people were still buying Galvatron because everybody knew in their heart of hearts it was still Megatron. Just bigger, badder, and unhinged. It was perfect. It was I know what happened. Transition. What? I know what happened. All right. So, Rathacon happened in 1982. All right. And he had just been killed. There you go. Let's see. So, Looking. he was like, <laughs> he was pissed off at the world. He was mad at the world. He's like, you know what? If they go fuck away with my world, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna fuck up somebody else's world too. The thing, the thing that made Galvatron work as a villain and not Hot Rod as a hero was uh, firmly and quickly establishing his baseline. Hot Rod mm-hmm. had right. no baseline because you had a Hot Rod, which was an aptly named, you know, character for his personality. That was that was fine. But the second he became Rodimus Prime, he was somebody else entirely, and we had spent no time with. Yep, he was all right. of a sudden an entirely new character with an entirely new set of moral principles, with an entirely new and sudden sense of leadership. That you're just like, where the who the how the it, like just you didn't know what this that, was. They don't even spend no time building his leadership up. Right, his leadership. It is it. Let's leave. Why did he leave? You know what? It's the end of the war. You got the touch. That was yeah. it. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Um, it so it they failed in in getting us a new Optimus, but they succeeded very well at giving us a new Megatron. And every and 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 because of it, people have been very accepting of all forms of Megatron. Megatron is a tank, no problem. Megatron is a weird plain thing in a Michael Bay movie, no problem. Everybody's very accepting of these alternate forms of Megatron because his his character evolved so well into other forms. It's great. Like you knew what you're getting. Prime is always prime. Prime always had to be prime. The second you started changing him or you tried to replace him with something else, it just didn't work. Um that's my opinion, of course, but Go ahead, Brian. What? They even had Optimus Primal. They did, yes. Yeah, the um, the Beast Wars, which is a little bit past my time. I never really watched it. But I heard... Yeah, I heard, you can throw out a Prime head. I yeah. mean, it's been love. You have to consider that even in the live-action movie, they it, only killed Optimus for, like, a little bit. They didn't even leave him dead. They were like, no, we, we, we wasn't dead our, dead. He wasn't dead dead. They were like, they were like ooh, Most kind of dead. And then they're like, we just need the Matrix of Leadership and he'll be alive. So everybody yeah. who's watching it, who who got traumatized by this movie, when he died in the live action, everybody's like, you know what? I'm done. And then <laughs> and we're, I'm, I'm wondering, did anyone walk out of the theater? It's like, oh no, I'm not going through this again. I'm done. Yeah, I, I got you. I mean, maybe? I don't you know. Saw how fast, you saw how fast they went from he's dead to all of a sudden, they were like, we can bring him back. Oh, okay, cool. It was like we're maybe cool. five seconds. That's the new mission. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the mission now is bring him back. We're not making you wait for the next season. I'm not season. making you wait, yeah. <laughs> but what I what I found, because I, I really did have to look through because it was really bad yeah. how they killed everybody. Yeah. And the toy company says, like, we didn't know that he was an icon. That's what right. they say. This he is all did we, we didn't know <laughs> that he was an icon. He was a toy show. Look, look at that. <laughs> 
Lynette, I know you didn't, I know you're not the one that said that word, but I wanted to like flick you off and be like, how dare you? I, I, you want you to say it. <laughs> how dare they? How dare they? How dare they, right? right? When I read it in the wiki, I was like, you didn't know? How did you, your own writer says you're going to kill daddy? That's not a good idea. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, you can't do this. This is terrible. Mm-hmm. So, my mom even my mom even was are they trying ahead. to sell more Decepticons? Because the Autobot <laughs> is dying. Decepticons were more expensive back then. They they sure as oh. shit were trying to sell more. Ed, I mean, come on. Decepticons owned the first half of that movie. <laughs> I mean, I still remember that like I said earlier, the cheapest Autobots were like between the three and five dollar mark. Cheapest Decepticons started at almost twenty. Yeah. But you know, adjusted for inflation, that's like, you know, three hundred bucks. Yes, I'm just cheap. making up numbers, but you uh, get the gist. Mass checks no, no, out for sure. No, no, no. Everything you said is factual. Everything you said is factual. checks out. Yeah. Yep. Guaranteed. Like we're not even going to talk about GoBots yet. We're not even going to no. talk about them yet. What's your favorite quote from the movie? God. All right. I'm gonna tell you it's it's not Optimus. My favorite line in the movie is Springer. So uh-huh. um, Autobot City is under assault. It's been all day. The city has been a- under attack. And Springer is is trying to get this catapult thing so he can launch some missiles. And he just says, I got better things to do today than die. And I'm like, fucking A, you do, Springer. Get some. <laughs> That's some Jesse. That's some Jesse Body the Ventura type shit right there. <laughs> I know. I was in. I was in. I was like, God damn it. Yeah, get it. <laughs> Fuck some shit up. I was cool. I, I was, was in. All right. All right. I'll take that one. <laughs> well, all right. I'll, go. I'll, I'll give you mine. Unicron. After he's oh. talking to Megatron. And yeah. he's talking to Megatron. And Megatron's been giving him lip this entire time. He says, perhaps I've misjudged. Oh, Proceed man. on your way to oblivion. I'm like, you motherfucking right. Now, <laughs> Unicron that right had there. amazing lines. I, there, there, that line where Megatron's like, no one summons me. And Unicron goes, well, it pleases me to be the first. I'm like, fucking A. You just like, <laughs> no plugs. Now, here's the thing about Unicron. <laughs> we never talked about the impact of Unicron. It. Nobody's going to point out that Unicron and Galactus are basically the same person. <laughs> Unicron is a transformer version of Galactus, yes. And a Marvel product. Um, yeah. <laughs> they were like, huh, what kind of what's the biggest, baddest thing we can do to Transformers? Oh, Galactus? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine Galactus as a giant transformer. And you just see the guys are like, that sounds awesome. I tell you, it's it's such yeah. a good intro to a villain character. Yeah. Like, the, the music tone, the way that he rolls into frame, the way you immediately see him decimate an entire planet, it's really good. It's it shows really, you exactly what it's at stake. Yeah, the scale of what's at stake is immediately put in place. I thought it was yeah. brilliant. I think they've had they've always had a huge problem with scale. Well, right? I mean, physical scale for sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Like, scale has always been an issue with Transformers, right? Yeah. And 
in this aspect, I can see the difference between uh, anime in Japan versus anime what we got here, right? Right. If it was a, they never would have did the same type of bullshit in Gunbusters in terms of <laughs> the science of anime. They never would have got away with that. No, yeah. yeah. So, I think it was always explained away. I think uh, fans can correct me, I'm sure. Something like matter displacement or something where they just like literally change size at will almost. I mean, yeah, look at Megatron in like the original series. He's, right. you know, as tall as Optimus, but he could transform yeah. to a gun the size for a human or a size for Starscream or anything right. in between. Right. So it's always been a thing and um in there. And I think that because of that, they just stopped caring and they played loose with scale all the time. Including Unicron. Like, including Unicron. Yeah, right. including Unicron, yeah. I think the size changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His if he's chomping on Cybertron's moon, it's like the same size as if he was chomping on Cybertron itself. Because he right. scales and then all of a sudden he's small enough to fit on Cybertron. Like it's yeah. yeah. And not only that, it's the horns for me, right? Yeah. So so when you see him first and then he starts getting blasted back because of his unicorn's autotosis, because clearly he doesn't floss. <laughs> You know, he's scratching horns. He's scratching into horns that should be massive. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. That's the one issue that I'm always having transformers at scale. Sure. Absolutely. No, well, no if I... you specifically, I mean, if the scale was accurate, then you wouldn't know where they were. It's like, okay, you know, if I wasn't paying attention five minutes ago, I wouldn't know they were on Unicron. Right. It's yeah, one it's of a... those things. You remember? They had, to. they had to because we were all dumb back then. For all intents and purposes, it would have been a, a pin of ink a pin. on screen. And yeah. they'd be like, that that dot's Megatron. <laughs> that was yeah. that is about how they could have done it. So yeah, I mean yeah. again, it would like, be hard for those two characters to share the screen right. at all. Right. Because of the sheer scale. Yeah. The voice of God is telling you to do something. You'd be like, okay. <laughs> This giant sphincter in this planet I'm about to crash into yeah. is telling me I got to go find this matrix of leadership. Like, that's... like his eardrums should have been blown out. <laughs> that's it from that boy. Right? Right, right. Like, I mean, like, like the Metatron from uh, from uh, Dogma. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Yes. No, I mean, look, it's everybody knows going into Transformers that you're, the scale's going to be all over the place. And you kind of just got to go in for the ride, knowing full well scale and physics are non-existent here. Like, we are going to play. I would, love, I would love to hear, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> talk about the scale of Transformers. And I, and I would love it. I, would I, mean, love I can't it. even, I can't even add them. Let's not, I mean, I, I just, you just know. Everybody just knows. And and at first you don't. Well, the first time you watch it, you have no idea. You're like, wasn't he the size of the other guy? Oh, no, he's not. They're like, what's going on? It's, it, but then you learn. You learn. You're like, oh, they just don't care. <laughs> Nobody cares. And and you know what? The show is it's kind of for the better for it because then they just have fun. Yeah. Um, we don't we don't science well here. We're not going to science. They at all. don't science well 
at all. And now what? That's it's fine. I mean, it's one of those things you just shut off your brain and just enjoy what's on screen. Transdimensional like, warp engine, no problem. <laughs> like I think that we needed to do our due diligence and say that. Yeah, because people were like, "Oh, you guys are going to talk about that." Have to, yeah, sure. <laughs> I get it. I mean, we'd address the elephant in the room. Sometimes the go. elephant is the size of a planet, and sometimes it can fit in the trunk of a Volkswagen. Sometimes you feel like it. <laughs> it's you know what it is. Transformers is whose line is it anyway? Of cartoons, it's like, it? the science doesn't matter. <laughs> we make it up as a good The science doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm I'm really proud of myself. Go on. I got through all of the notes I had for this job. I'm so proud question. of myself. Yeah, I do have one question. What is one of many? Why did they make the Dinobots have to state that they were going to kick Unicron's butt and then literally kick, kick his him. butt? What? <laughs> because what kids would find that hilarious. This is this is probably going to be one of the only opportunities I have to to lay into this. I do not like Transformers that transform into organic things or into some semblance of an organic. It's why I never liked the idea of Beast Wars. It's why I don't like the Dinobots. It's why I don't like the Insecticons. It's I don't like the, I don't like when the Transformers, the robots in disguise, disguise themselves so poorly that they are mechanical versions of living organic material. That's my biggest beef. So can I can I piggyback on that? Yeah, go ahead. I hated the robot squid. That got a hold of cup, right? Uh, it made no go. fucking sense. Like it's and robot fish that were attacking Hot Rod. Robot and... piranha, right? Uh, yeah, the it's just <laughs> no, not the Sharktacons. Not them. The robot piranha. Like I can, I can understand the Sharktacons because they weren't, they weren't really sharks. They were, they were some kind of weird monster amalgamation. I'm fine with that. They're literally, but anyway, so the whole premise of the stupid things. It's in the damn theme song. They're robots in disguise. If you're disguising yourself as a 50-foot Tyrannosaurus Rex, you are not in disguise. You're you right look out there. Like a 50-foot <laughs> metal Tyrannosaurus Rex. You get to another thumb. Right. So what is the extinct? Right. So I've always taken issue with it. I know, I get it. I get why Hasbro did it. It makes perfect sense. Kids, they did for little Gabe. boys, little boys fucking love dinosaurs. If we can make giant robots and dinosaurs in the same product, we'll make a mint. And they did. Dinobots were astoundingly popular. But yeah, you got a Grimlock downstairs. My <laughs> idiot brain could not wrap my head around how people thought they were cool. It just never sat with me because I'm like, how are they hiding? Who are they hiding from? How can they be hiding if they look like that? It was the same thing with the Insecticons. Like, who the fuck looks at that thing and thinks, oh my god, it's a locust? Nobody. Nobody does that. So, that to me, always, more than the scale, it would take me out of it. Even as a kid, never liked them, never had them, was not into them. Just was not into them. I don't know, uh, can you please repeat your name? For the people who are clearly 
about to write you mail. They're about to write you. They're going to learn how to write a letter. They're about to write a mail writing campaign. People are learn to write cursive just so they can complain to you. Make it look That may not be correct. My name is Brian, and I live in Nevada. Please direct all mail to Bob Iger at the Walt Disney Company. Oh shit! Yeah, no, it's I. I get. It's, it, I was always on the odds there, and I'm like, everybody's like, Grimlock's so cool. I'm like Grimlock's a fucking idiot. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry, you know what Gabriel said, and it made me. My son Gabriel said, and I, I, I was like, God damn it, he's right. He said, Grimlock's the Hulk. I'm like, fuck, he's right. Grimlock's the Hulk. That's hey, all he is. Hey. Hey, don't ever let your son watch Indiana Jones. Please don't. Sick <laughs> girl. Oh, God damn don't it. Ever. I feel like I feel like your son identifies more with uh what's her name? Uh Amy Farrah Fowler. I feel like he's her. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. The rest like, of no. the, yeah. Yeah. I said you're right. You're absolutely right, and which means I should love Grimlock. But what? the Hulk, at least when he transforms, he transforms into a successful simulation of a human. <laughs> Grimlock can't do that. Grimlock changes into more Grimlock. Giant <laughs> <laughs> golden oh. silver dinosaur. So I I I, I never liked like- them in the cartoon. I, I didn't like them in the movie. It was one of those things where for a long time I was like, oh, cool. I don't have to deal with the Dinobots. And then there they were. Like, God damn it. <laughs> to deal with the Dinobots in this movie. Hey, you know what? It could have been worse. Dinobots could have been Rock Lords. Oh, man. Fucking. Who? Rock the Lords. The Rock Lords. Rock Lords from the GoBot series. Do you remember that one? They were. They transformed into rocks. They transformed like into rocks. Literal boulders. That was the name of their hero. Was Their, their Optimus was Boulder. And he transformed, we shit you not, into a boulder. That was his his alternate mode. Hey, but you know what, Vic? It's still a better disguise than Grimlock. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. At least he was a rock. <laughs> you, there it's are like, rocks everywhere. I can roll down a hill really fast. <laughs> you can drop me on a car. Like, like, seriously, you can throw me. How many doctors do we have who started on Watch Transformers who maybe had a Grimlock and they're performing surgeries now? We're like <laughs> shitting on their whole premise. I, I, I get, I get okay, that they how were about, a big how deal. About prime? How many doctors are out there that watch Transformers as a kid wondering, I could have saved Prime? <laughs> like, that that's that why they became doctors. So or mechanics. I think it was mechanics. Yeah, <laughs> they were mechanics. It's like ninety nine bucks for a new windshield, and like, oh, a fender, no problem. Why did your mechanic sound like Mario? It's me, <laughs> Mario. <laughs> I can fix it. Wahoo! Um. Oh Jesus, yeah. It's uh. So th- that's why I I don't comment on the Dinobots very often because I know I'm in the minority. I just I never like. Oh, why did they kick butt? Because somebody in the writing team thought it would be funny and that kids would laugh and want to buy more Grimlock toys. Probably were right. Doing this. 
Uh, okay, really he said he was like me gonna kick your butt and i was yeah. like you don't sound very menacing and then he literally went and kicked a giant's butt like, <laughs> that was... and then and then said we need a new strategy yeah and then <laughs> right? said we need a new strategy <laughs> that is that literally I mean, is my final my final thought for yeah. transformers Grimlock, yeah. we Grim- need a new strategy. We need a new strategy. It, that should have been the answer to the whole movie. We need a new right. strategy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, are you guys ready to wrap? I'm ready. Okay. All right. All right. Who wants Let's to go wrap first? Wrap it up Vic- like a condom. <laughs> I'll let you, I'll I'll let Vic go first on this one because uh, I feel like Brian's got a lot of thoughts. Vic, uh, Transformers the movie. Now it's, it's what, it came out in 86. It's been a bit. Um, I know you own it. I own it. <laughs> like a couple different ways. I own it. I'm pretty sure on DVD, Blu-ray, and I think I actually have it on VHS somewhere as well. So all this nostalgia and history and, and the repercussions of it notwithstanding, the movie itself, do you do you feel like it holds up, like it's worth revisiting? I'd watch it again right now if I had the time, literally. I mean, sure, it was traumatic to my childhood, but I still watched it. Like I said earlier, I watched it three times that day. Okay, and that was a third-gen VHS copy. Okay, back then, right, since you know my parents and my grandparents both have VCRs, we hooked them up and we copied that copy. So I had a fourth-gen copy to watch, you know, multiple times the rest of the week. Thanks to macro-vision copy protection, it was horrible. But and I still it watched re- it. It was recorded in LP, so you still had another four hours on the tape. Uh, no, no, I went eating. <laughs> I, I know exactly what I was doing, but I watched it over and over and over again. And, I, you know, as a fully grown man child, not an adult, but man child, I'd watch it again. Fair enough. Is it worth All the right. watch? I think so. I mean, for a show aimed for a U.S. audience and for an animation aimed for the U.S. audience for children. You know, it was eye-opening. I mean, sure, Robotech had Roy dying and then Ben dying, but even then, you know, it wasn't like you had two years' worth of toys collected up, you know, two years invested in the show and everything else, you know, just to have almost most of your toys die. Right. You know, Robotech, you know, a lot of those, at least in South Florida, we didn't start getting the toys until weeks after it started airing, Yeah, if not longer. No, for sure. And then and, we, we never well, had an Valkyrie. <laughs> exactly. So it wasn't, you know, while we enjoyed that and we did see, you know, that was probably some of our first semblance of death on an animation. Transformers just hit different. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that little bit just stuck with me throughout my entire life. And like I said, I'd watch it again and again. I, I don't think I would ever discourage anything from anyone from watching it. All right. I mean, Rock you don't on. have to like it, you don't have to love it, but you should just watch it. Yeah. A moment in history, as it were, almost. Lynette, I'm going to let you go next. Lynette, you had seen this before. No, I haven't. I would say, I'm going to agree with it and say, yeah. Um, I think Transformers fans should watch it. You may not like it, you may not enjoy it, but you should watch it because it actually gives you a bit of history about the future movie, even the live action, about how they're very careful about killing the main characters. Like, 
I know that they're probably questioning killing Ironhide in the live actions. You know what I mean? But it tells, it kind of gives you that, that point where it goes, they really had to think about what they were doing in future pieces because of the impact of this one. So even if it's just for historical, watch it, you know, see where, see where it came from, see the beginning. But I will say, and I, I'm going to say this, I think Hasbro uh, should make their new theme song, Dare to be Stupid, based off of this, <laughs> based off of, based off of this movie. <laughs> I think when this movie came out, their theme song was Dare to be Stupid. And um, that's what happened. What so, the hell am I? Weird Al. You're at Al Yankovic. Yep. <laughs> Long time listener. I mean, and that's something that we, we always love hearing from you, Al. It's a, yeah. uh, and that's something we didn't get to really talk about was the soundtrack. The soundtrack to this was, was stacked with a lot of known names at the time. Uh, Weird Al, which is also of... surprising for an animated movie in the U.S. And at the Lion, time. Lion, the rock band, their cover of the Transformers theme song was amazing, oh. just fantastic. But yeah, it's the whole the whole soundtrack for the '80s. It's so '80s, but yeah, it's like appropriately '80s. The fact that Kenny Loggins isn't on this soundtrack is is a crime that I'll never understand. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'll see the same thing. And the funny part is, if he were, he, it'll probably fit. Oh, 100%. He could pick a song from his discography and throw it in this movie, and it would have fit. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> right, maybe not. <laughs> Ryan, you want to go or you want me to go? I actually am going to go because right. I'm going to do something for Andrea. All right, I'm at it. I got another cocktail for you. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. <laughs> All right. I'm caught as Rodimus Hot. <laughs> All right. So, first thing you're going to do is you're going to get some simple syrup and muddle it with some tahini, right? And you're going to use that to salt the rim of the drink, right? Shit. Two shots of. Uh, Two shots of Fireball, one shot of Goldschlager. Oof. Top it off with Dr. Pepper. Oh, because man. This, because this is the sweet one. <laughs> Damn it. Garnish with a stick of cinnamon and serve. Oh, man. That's, that's the cinnamon challenge right there. Shit. I love it. I actually want to drink this. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna add it to the uh to the list. I love it. All right. And um you gotta turn your brain off. You gotta turn your brain off. And hell, it might be turn off your emotions. That way you don't even have to worry about even the trauma. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. year old me cried, everyone needs to cry. <laughs> we all suffer. We all suffer. Fair enough. Life is suffering. Fair enough. Proceed on your way to oblivion. <laughs> yeah, I, I I enjoyed it then. I enjoyed it now. No matter how much my family looked at me like I was weird, I was like, "Goddamn, right over here." I watched it four times. 
<laughs> you were Your in. Tweet. Nice. I was in. And I'm going to die in this hill. It's the anime. It has to be anime. Because they have so many anime just like the way they animated action like lasers is an anime. It's not, you, you don't realize it until you compare it to something like Robotech or something like that. You know, the only thing they were missing is a huge missile volley. But they fired two missiles, you it know. Did. Did. So and, and they all had that whole stringy thing in Super. space, which bothers me to this. <laughs> no end. No end. But but when done correctly, <laughs> it's beautiful. It uh, whatever. You know, but lasers are animated like it came out of you know, you have to give them credit for that, you know. Uh, it's anime for me. You watch it, have fun. As a matter of fact, after you after you watch it, just go on eBay and just buy a toy if you want. You know, support the cause. <laughs> it was a moment in time where children of the world all kind of came together, um, and it's something that. Which is such a weird thing to say. Made their parents do something that <laughs> like changed the way children's products were handled, and it doesn't necessarily come through in the film itself. The film by itself is is a fun time. It it is. It's. I mean, <laughs> I say fun. The first twenty minutes is everybody you know getting slaughtered, but but oh, still, it's an exciting roller coaster ride of a movie uh, that does a decent job introducing some new characters that you're going to like and some new characters that you're going to loathe. And uh, they may not have anticipated how that was going to pan out, but nevertheless, it did. I, and I think that's the thing. It's a story in disguise. It's, a, it's, a, it's actually the story afterward that is just so... You know what it feels like? You ever talk about when you're looking like, like The Flash... Or anything is like it's a fixed point in time and how much this one thing affects everything. Kind of like Pearl Harbor. This was our child Pearl Harbor. Right. Say it, right. To a child, <laughs> this was their Pearl Harbor. Right. I get it. Right. So just yeah. No, it's I, I hear you. It's uh, so as a cultural standpoint, as a cultural milestone, it was uh, incredibly important and should be respected for what it is when it came out. And, I, I mean, it, it tells an interesting story. The animation sometimes is amazing, sometimes not so amazing. But for the most part, they threw a lot of money at this project, and it shows there's some scenes that are take your breath away, well done. Um, Some voice talent that's definitely worth checking out. This cartoon, I was happy to watch it with my son. I was excited to share this with him. And um, anybody out there who may not have had a chance to watch it, if you've sat through this, you should already have bought it and been ready to watch it with your kids. Or by yourself. It, it holds up. It really does. It's a weird sort of film in that it holds up, but only if you're, I don't want to say like, if you're prepared to be a kid again. Right, it's kind right. Of, it holds up like that. 
It doesn't. Right. It yeah. It doesn't hold up if you you're expecting high science fiction. It's not going to hold up. This isn't going to happen for you. Yeah. If you're if you're prepared to feel like you're ten years old again, this this is for you. This cartoon absolutely makes you feel like you're ten again. Uh, it you, makes. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. You yeah. know, if that whole transformers and you yeah. were actually seeing it during that moment of time. Oh yeah, that's the mindset you need to be in. Absolutely, you just you just in you fall into being a kid again. So for the oldies like us, the nostalgia train rides in, and you're you're just in. It immediately takes you back to that moment in time. <laughs> Wanting to play with transforming robot toys absolutely does that for you. It did it for my kid. So it succeeds in that regard. As a product of its intended goal, it succeeds. The unintended consequences of that goal, notwithstanding, it also succeeded. Uh, it's, it's worth it. It's worth your time. Even if you don't know a damn thing about the history and you just listen to this show and you listen to us wax nostalgic about it and tell you all about it, how can you not be intrigued enough to want to go watch it? Like just the very premise alone, like I had to watch how this company decided they wanted to handle this. Mm -hmm. And like Lynette said, the lessons learned from it. Uh, so I, I'll say absolutely, definitely watch this. And and it does it does hold up in all the right ways. It has that eighties feel. Do check it out. What's up? There's not a wrong way it doesn't hold up. Maybe with the Smurfette. Yeah. Maybe with Smurfette. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't I don't I can't strike this. There's a lot wrong with this as a movie. Okay. Sure. Absolutely. Right. But nobody cares. Does it matter? Nobody cares. Yeah. Don't you don't care. And we're not talking about wrong in the high Harvey Weinstein season. No. They no. do a lot of great and noble things in here. They do. All right. Yeah. It wasn't meant for an adult mind. It really it wasn't. To, if if you it listen to the a yeah, if you listen to a theme song, a theme song, and it gives you a smile, watch this movie. Absolutely. If you can hear somebody say Transformers and you ended Robots in Disguise, go watch it. That's <laughs> If you've made it this far into your fandom and you've been you've done Beast Wars and you've seen the Bay movies and you've done all this shit and you still haven't watched this cartoon, you're missing out on probably the best of it. Yeah. No so, excuses because it's on voodoo. How can you call yourself a fan <laughs> if you haven't? Hey man, you know, it's yeah. when it gets the when stuff gets to this age, you know, people just don't even try. It's worth the time, it's worth checking out. It's 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 everything that it means to be a child is this. So Rick. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready now. Right. I'm ready for it now. Come on. All right. You know, you know what you need to do. Come on. Read our That's home. That's going to be our show for today. So until next time, keep calm and ba weep, grana weep, ninny bong. You've just been privy to the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd presented by Geek Grotto. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Geek Grotto. For show notes and corrections or for general geeky fun, you can visit our website at geek-grotto.com. If you would like to sponsor the show, you can do so on the podcast's Red Circle host site, redcircle.com slash shows slash M-M-M-A-N. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app, please like, follow, and subscribe.